God loves diversity. Amen. Now, I know that God loves diversity because in the book of, uh, of Revelation, with Sambulo, chapter 7, uh, verse 9, I, I'm not there yet. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking to you. Uh, the introduction is coming now. Amen. Uh, in Revelation 7, verses 9 to 10, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, or languages. Yeah. Which means it's not God's will that everybody should speak Hebrew, for instance. It's Venda. If you speak Venda, that is Venda. Amen. God understands this is Don't worry about me. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up. All right. But God understands this is Let's cause and speak, let's very well. And you, you, are, you can be anointed in that particular. So it says here nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes. All of them, the, the entire diversity there, they are standing before God, clothed with white robes with palm trees in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Amen. Amen. So God is a God of, 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 of tapestry and, and, and diversity. He loves it. This is why in the book of Genesis, if you see in terms of the nature that he created, that's why there's a whole lot of different species of, of plants and flowers yeah. within the animal kingdom. Yeah. There's a whole range of different species because God loves diversity. Yeah. He enjoys it. Amen. Amen. So, now let's put that one thing aside. Now, we understand that, that there's nothing wrong with, with, with invasion. For instance, there's nothing wrong with, with a, an expression uh, that connects me to a particular culture. Amen. Now, having said that, I want you to know, because of the beauty of culture, which is amazing, Africans have a rich culture. I don't think there's a continent that, that is as rich as we are with regards to culture and heritage and the history that we have. Now, because of that, now the enemy understands our love and our passion for culture. Now, because he is so smart, what he does is he, he exploits it. He uses and he is seed for his own benefit. Now, anything that's so powerful, I want you to know that the enemy will not, will not be absent from it yeah. because he understands the power in the thing. Amen. So what he does, uh, the, he introduces then certain practices yeah. in the, and then he, he hides them in the name of culture. Yeah. Why does he do that? Because if he can do that, if he can introduce it guarantees him the longevity of those practices. Yeah. Now there's permanence. In other words, if he can hide a practice in culture. Now because people love culture and they will defend culture yeah. because culture is like my identity. Yeah. If, 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 you are, if you are hitting culture, you are hitting me. Yeah. So I, I must defend this thing. So now he understands that. So what he does is he, he, he hides these things inside culture. Now, we, we then, uh, it becomes an institution. 
In other words, every generation that comes, it is known. If you belong to this household, it is known. You must, as long as you are in Gubani, your finger must be cut. It, there is no question. You cannot question it. It, it, it. You cannot debate it. It is an institutionalized practice in the family. Amen. So now, that, that how smart it is. So he, he then begins to hide these things because we're going to fight for it, we're going to defend it. So, so it's here. This is why uh, whatever that happened, it was introduced thousands of years ago. It's, it's here with us today yeah. through oral tradition because law, he begins to lecture, he, he passes it on. Because it reminds me of Baba. It, it, it keeps me in contact with, with my great, uh, great parents and my ancestors. If I let go of this thing, I am denying myself and I am betraying them and what they stood for. In other words, I'm being stripped of my identity as a person. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm just laying because we're going to get into what, what that is. Amen. So, what has that to do with anything? Because kids, we're going to cover that next week if you don't mind. This, today, I'm just going to cover certain foundation. Amen. So, now, I, I want us to, to go into our Bibles uh, in the book of Peter, uh, chapter 1. Uh, 1 Peter 2 verse 9. Amen. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. Now, while you are turning there, I, was, I must tell you that as I'm a Christo, see, we are a community. I'm a call. We are a community of people. We are, we are a nation uh, in our own right. Now, I, I, I'm going to explain to you that when Zagalan how can I be a Zulu and then have a culture? Then what happens? Because culture is how you do life. Yeah. How you do life. How you do life. That's culture. Now, if you want to go deep into it, you can go and just study it. But that the very basic definition of culture is how we do life. So... I wanted to know what Islamic Christians, we are a community of people with them, we are a nation, uh, people, we are a household of faith, yeah. we are a house of God, amen. Uh, as such, we have an identity. In other words, there are things, there are practices that we do that connect us. You are expected, even by the world, to live your life in a certain way because you belong to a group of people, a nation called God's people. So we understand that. So sinesi kompilo leto njenga makolwa una makleshi za enzagala yoke so wakaza na kutu matu wanginesi ko God expects me to problem solve this way. God expects me to look at this way and to treat them this particular way. 
God expects me to treat sexuality this way. That's, that's culture. That's how I do sexuality as a Christian. That's, there's a way I do marriage as a Christian. There's a, a way I, I relate with the world as a Christian. It's, it's based in scripture. Amen. So, understand that, that we are not a cultureless society. We are not a cultureless community of people. There is culture in, 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 in within the house of God. We are not without an identity. Amen. So you can preach whatever you want to preach out there. But all I know is that there is a way that a child of God is expected to live. Yeah. That distinguishes us from the rest of the people in the world. Yeah. If you are a child of God and you are a married man, if you are a child of God and you are a single young person, according to the culture of the kingdom, yeah. according to what our ECs are so, so called, it's not a law from Fundis. It's just who we are. That's how we do life as God's people. It's not because No, no, no. That's just how we do life. If I see, like I told you before, your iPhone 7, iPhone 8 sticking out of your bag, the reason why I'm not going to take it it's because in my nation, we do life differently. Yeah. If it falls out of your purse or wallet, in our nation, we pick it up and we give it to you. That's who we are. It's not because No, it's not about If I am a child of God, I belong to the culture of the kingdom. This is why if you, if you do kingdom properly, you become a blessing in the earth. Yeah. If you do kingdom properly, you can become a blessing in the city, in government, they, they call for you. Yeah. Because you become the best public servant out there. Yeah. Because your, your culture, you understand what you don't submit to the culture in the workplace, yeah. but you, you portray, you display the culture of the kingdom. Yeah. You become the best employee at home affairs. Because you portray a culture Zulu, wherever I am, but going back to kingdom mandate. Amen. So we, 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 we are under a kingdom, and our kingdom has a king. Amen. Our kingdom is what? What is his name? Now, who wants to be served in a particular way, out in a particular way? I'm coming to this scripture because it, it speaks. Young King Kosi. Umanga Makosi. Kuneko di Aintato. Kunekosi A, Kosi B, Kosi Spanbani Napa. Now, it sees the Sala Kakabash. Kosi Akona would appreciate if everybody okonza na pantiguazo enza easy to eschewobo mko wangipa zalwana oma mkosi ya kamtetwa uzo pila la katabashe matu pila ulandela indela la koko mtetwa benza nakona he feels betrayed in other words you may as well be not a citizen here yeah. you may as well go yeah. but every king expects his subjects so to speak 
to walk and to live in a particular way. Okay, amen. Because we're going to preach kingdom until you understand exactly what's going on. So, so as soon as you submit yourself under the king's authority, you are now under a culture, outy culture, which is the king's culture. No, you, you, you find if you are not in his kingdom, if you are not in his kingdom, you may do whatever you want. No one is going to ask you anything. But as soon as you submit yourself, you then have to do according to what the king says. Yes. You submit to that king's instruction. Now, the verse, First uh, Peter 2, 9, it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light who once were not a people but are now the people of god in other words we there was a time when we were not god's people so we were it was fine for us to do whatever we wanted but it says but now Ah, God's people who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. mercy. Amen. Now, Lady Kamaliti Holy. Because this is when I would begin to uh, separate ourselves without losing who we are as a Masul. That I'm going to be stressing for the next two weeks. I don't know when this is going to end. It's just so, so I, mean, I can't cover everything. But I've written a book, by the way. She released a book first. I, I wrote a book on, on, it's entitled, When the Kingdom Lands in a Township. Yeah. What happens? Amen. So we cover all these things. So what, 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 what it says there concerning, concerning the word holy. In Greek, the word holy is the word kadosh. Amen. Let me just go there just quickly. It is somewhere here. Now the word kadosh, it means to be set apart, out set apart. It means apartness. Uh, it means uncommon separateness and all that. The tabernacle of Moses, even his age, is column. They were set apart for God's holy use. Yeah. That it holy, it set apart. Yeah. So it means you are set apart. There's a word sanctified. Sanctified. You are set apart. It means uncommon out here uncommon in other words we are god's kadosh people out here kadosh Kadosh. it means we are an uncommon nation i'm going to tell you peter we are a nation we are a holy his own special people holy nation we are an uncommon nation amongst the nations in the earth 
amongst the people we live with. That's the last one. In other words, in Tuzi, Malapago 1, A193, F. If all of us are saved, that means, there is a Kadosh family. Yeah. If it's a Kadosh, a holy family, it is expected then that they will live their lives differently. Yeah. They cannot lend anywhere else. But if this particular family, F193, they, they have opened their hearts and they said, Lord Jesus, come and occupy and dwell. In, in other words, there is one family God counts on. He can change the entire township to that one Kadosh family. Amen. So we are a nation set apart. How to set apart? Set apart. We have a set apart way of life. Yeah. A set apart way of life. In other words, the, the, the way we do life, which is set apart. In other words, we cannot do life like everybody else does life. Because, Tina, we are a Kadosh, Kadosh nation. We are a separated nation. We have a separated way of life yeah. as God's people. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is common. Yeah. How many of you know that? Yeah. Everybody, it's easy not to forgive. Yeah. I mean, stealing is common. Yeah. Sex out of marriage is common. Sleeping with a, another woman when you are a married man is common. Yeah. Swearing is common. Yeah. But a Kadosh nation does things uncommonly. Yeah. In other words, holy according to the definition of scripture. It's common for them not to forgive. For me, I'm going to do the uncommon. In other words, forgiveness is for those who are called yeah. and set apart for God. Yeah. And they have no other way but to do and to yeah. live life in an uncommon way. Yeah. If every man, when my wife goes to Jobed, escom and what she sleeps there for three days. Yeah. If if <laughs> Now that's what common people do. Normality Zolo Gimi. You are a holy breed. Yeah. You are a unique species in the earth. Yeah. Through you, the nations of the world they will get to, to taste yeah. and um, to sample the beauty of God. Yeah. Don't have to leave. 
This is what the word is able to do to a Zulu man who has submitted his life under the authority of the kingdom. Why you can can go and live according to kingdom principles? But we go and do a lot of nonsense. And then we see people as soon as there's another thing you immediately look down upon them because no the kingdom of God is is, is so is so profound it's inside out it's 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 the word of God that is planted in you and it transforms you I'm going to explain next week other things concerning having a covenant with a culture and, and, and being in a culture through a courtship relationship. But I'm not going to explain that to you. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we understand that we have a kadosh. How to kadosh? We have a kadosh, a holy way of life. So again, at salvation, we are born into a new culture. Yes, yes. 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 But when I give my life to Jesus Christ, as soon as I do that, then I am destined. Now listen to this very carefully, Bazalwa. I am destined that I should not. As soon as I to Jesus Christ, I'm going to submit to the should nots of the of his kingdom. Yes, yeah. How to should not? Should not. In Tindiso is Bizela Empilweni Engwele. Because you are now saved, you should not. Amen. Out you should not. On the other hand, we are also destined, as soon as I accept Christ into my life, there are things which are called our should haves. Don't worry about out. There are things I am entitled to. Make it easy. There is a way of life that I can access because I have chosen to accept Jesus. You are a kadosh person. As such, there are things that are rightfully yours. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, this is where we go to John 3.16. Amen. I hope I got it somewhere in this slide. John 3.16. All right, let's go back there. 
All right. Let me just read to you. Are you there on John, John 3, 16? So was near kind of John 3, 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not, or should not. Should not. <laughs> Should not perish, but have, but have everlasting lives. So whoever becomes a believer, therefore, should not taste perish. Then it will perish. Or to perish. 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 Where's the case is But Lady Kamaliti perish the Apollome. It means to destroy. Well, I think in Isisul it means the same thing here. But it means to destroy, to be destroyed, to lose, means loss. It means to die. Amen. It's a separation from death. And all the activities that would lead me to death. All the practices, all the activities that would attract death to me. All the things that I would do that would cause me to be destroyed or to lose something or to die prematurely. Everything that has to do, that has a semblance, it smells like death. When I get born again, it's a Bible, you should not. In other words, you divorce, you are divorcing yourself from anything to do with what? With death. With death. It means to separate ourselves from all those things. And number two, it is to embrace a way of life that channels life to you. In other words, when I serve the Lord, there are things easy, those things are meant to channel life to me. Yeah. Those who believe they should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Now that I've covered that, now let's come to kingdom culture. Out of kingdom culture. Kingdom culture. It is about, let's just deal with uh, this basic definition of what it is. Because how do we do life? Now, how am I? I'm going to just do whatever I feel like doing. 
I'm going to be a law unto myself. Whatever my emotions feel like doing, I can just because they are but if I know and because he, he helps us to walk, I would think a quiet yeah. This is why we have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That's why we have the Holy Spirit as a yes. companion, yes. as our helper, yes. as our paracletos to help us to live within the kingdom of God and within the culture of the kingdom. Kingdom culture is about embracing a way of life and living in a way that releases life to us. Yeah. When I paraphrase when you write it down, I'm going to give you about three of those. There's a lot of Kingdom culture is about embracing a way of life and living in a way that releases life to us. There's a lot of things God would love to do for everybody. But there are things in our lives. Between me and mankind, I could not pour myself out to you. As much as he would love to release himself to the nations of the world. But because of the way things are, he cannot. So, that's one. Number two, kingdom culture is a choice to do and to practice those things that do not attract death or destruction or loss. Amen. Kingdom culture is a choice to do. It's a choice. I go come It's a choice to serve God. This is why most of we are so we have a big problem. Because is something else. It's it's transformation of how you think and how you do life and how you approach circumstances and challenges in life. There is a way. No, it is meant to transform your entire approach to existence. How you do life should be transformed from that point onwards. It's not about what they do the sun to it's about it's a weak gospel. Transformed, it turned the first century world upside down. Because but Baba Petros because that is how he was known. Postal power. He was known one way. But Uma in Kosu Jesu in Shayamba. 
His life after that was submitted under the Lordship of Christ. He was known after that because he had now had embraced a new way of life. He was the man away but when he, he had an encounter with the Christ, his life was changed upside down. But when that man receives Isambulo, says we a bunch that's it. That, that, that's what yeah, they yeah. They've cut Because man should know. Call it in the Galile. Lombosovana, but and then the light begins to change. context. but you are so wealthy in any in all other areas. Yeah. But you are stable, you have unforgiveness, you are just mean, don't respect your parents. Our seven because they are going to hey, Charlie, that's all they do. So, this young woman went at 20 Sambulo, Sambuso, they said, Shmaila, and then he begins to live in a certain way. We are available. La Vanagan Kulakono, twice social work. You're serving the community. The woman who serves society sexually, everybody who just feels like they want, they just go there, they get whatever they want. That woman who poured that alabaster box, she was like that. But when she met Jesus, life was changed and transformed. With all these lies. Irrepentance, no more Jesus eat. I see things I didn't see before. That's what it means. So kingdom culture is about you. You live such a way that you starve the spirit of perish. The spirit that cuts your life short because the spirit of perish cuts your life short. The spirit of perish will 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 cause you to be bankrupt. We are the Sun Coast Casino. You see them standing there, afraid to go back home. Because Lomaya it's not about the No, 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 no. It's about it's a deterioration. Because you have allowed 
chosen to reject the gospel the spirit of parish in other words you are in a you are in a marriage but your marriage even if you don't see it it's deteriorating as long as the spirit of life is not in that thing it is slowly deteriorating might you gonna live i'm gonna give you eternal life life begins now but it's eternal yeah. But everything about you has to do with life. Yeah. This is why it says when you are in the kingdom, you should not perish. You don't interact with anything to do with the spirit of perish. So that spirit will cause you, will will will, will cause you to yeah. I know these young kids, as you know, 18, 20. All they know in a, in a relationship is money. Yeah. Money for the hair, money for the nails, money for the face, money for whatever, money for the airtime, money for money. We'll see how you see money. So a married man, that's why they are called sponsors. What's the word that they use for Bless oh blessers. You bless. For something. All she is is just a small figure. That's all she is. That's all she offers in the relationship. Nothing else. That's why 80-20 principle. 80-20 principle with married men. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm coming back in. You see a young woman uh, because there's no perfect wife. So the 20% that she lets that's what she has. Yeah. The lady outside. But she has the, she has the 80. Yeah. Which I need. Life is about the 80. Now I leave my wife for the 20. I don't know what the 20 is. Where does, I don't know what it is. Just cute face. Now, the cute faces scare me because that's all they are. Cute faces. But then I leave my wife who's got the whole package of 80% for the 20. When I get there, I discover that... Oh, the 20 is all she has. The 20 is all she has. She cannot even, she can't even clean the house. She cannot. Now I am stuck in this thing. I left my wife because you spend a week with her in the same apartment. Now when you see her, she has stripped herself off a wheel. She looks like Oprah without it. <laughs> anyway, so it's called an 80 20 percent. In daughter, a kingdom culture. I submit myself to what the king says. Amen. Now, you take about Sam Baranjing over. the nation of Israel because you cannot begin to approach the, the subject of culture without looking at the nation of Israel. Ooh, he sees the southern Israel. It's a beautiful case study. Yeah. If you want to see what God does, if he wants to use a nation and transform them. Because who Israel, when I see Israel, when I see Israel, they come from the loins of a man called Abraham. Who later becomes home? Uh, 
he becomes Abraham. Now, let me just take you through that, Pastor, just quickly, because it's important. Amen. By the time we get to all the Zulu uh, culture and other stuff that we do, you will realize that this, this, this makes sense if it is taught properly. There's balance to it. Amen. Yeah. So, I want to just, just, just focus for a few moments uh, to what I'm going to be addressing now. So, uh, 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 Abraham was a Chaldean. How do you Chaldean? Chaldean. 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 Amen. That they had a culture so rich. Yeah. So he he's from a to a southern Mesopotamia, it's a present day Iraq. So Abraham is from there. So Nesigo they they worshipped the god of the moon called Nana. N A double N A. They were very strong in astronomy and astrology. Astronomy, I think it's the science of the stars. Astrology is a spiritual manipulation by the devil. There's a difference. Astrology is the science. Telescopes and all those things. Astro Logy. Astrology, astronomy. Amen. All the stars, Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces, and all that. Alright. In Jagabazon, in Colo, in the ancient world, in Colo Nesiko was intertwined. Religion and culture were intertwined, was one thing. Because Unkulunkulu Wokwa Muye Wainem Teto Nesi Kompilo Wokmelulande Angi Bazalwan Sujige Labo Abakwa Blonkulunkulu Kunemzela Okfnege Kunes Dufnege Bazenze Ukchenges Wokwa Blonkulunkulu So Your faith and your religion to a God to a statue, to whatever God. On a day-to-day -day basis, they were, they were, they were like this. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, according to e e e history of the Chaldean people, but that's different because that is a God in their language, yeah. right? But this God was, was considered a supreme being or, or, or in charge of fertility. Yeah. In other words, in Foyo, Bafunegi Zalegate, a Yichalo, Zibe, Nini, a Nomdeni, a God of fertility. Now, Lomkulunkulugelo, there were prayers and sacrifices. Ezazenzeloyena. In other words, faithful. 
uzo kwenza kwenzeke laikha yakekho esifazana ongekayithole ngani kwakwenzeka futhi because they offered sacrifices so they, these practices and these rituals are meant to protect them and uh, and to appease so you'll be surprised again next week with China as Africans. We are going back to the roots. You have no idea how far back the roots go. Because the roots go back as as far back as Genesis 6. Where the Bible says. The sons of God came and had sexual relations with the women in the earth. Yeah. I, I'm going to talk to you about the giants. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about stuff you've never had taught before. Yeah. Because most imbande said to Africa, Africa, you have no idea. No, they go far back. They go far back to a point where you are thinking Umkul. It was like three generations, but we'll sum it up. People who, who are going generations back who bowed before something, and you are bringing that thing into the present for it to begin to influence how things happen in your life today. Now, I want us to go to Genesis 12 because I want us to look at, um, at Abraham. Amen. Uh, Genesis 12, verses 1 to 3. When you get there, please say amen. amen. So, Abraham is a man with a great sense of identity. He's minding his own business. He has a sense of community because they have things. So, they, they are a community. Yeah. So, he's fine. He's got his reach to in culture, like, like, like Africans are today. But the Bible says God appears to him. Uh, he says to him, go to a land that I, I will show you. Yeah. Now, it says there, now the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country from your family yeah. and from your father's house. You see, you see those three layers? They are, they are there for a reason. He could have just said, come out. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will explain why that is important. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed. Imagine, the man has been living in Ur for 75... He's an elder. Now God calls, he says, 
Now come out. Because if you don't fully come out, you will never fully go in and possess the things that I have in store for you. You must fully come out. Come out. So he calls him out. Amen. So, why does God say to him, go to a land that I will show, I will show you? Because the astrologer, they believed that Kanyezi helped them to find direction. Whatever direction they needed in order to reach their destination, they were so good at 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 astro- at this. They were able to understand. This is why God Jesus led the Kumalian Kanyes, Leon Kanyes, Leon Kanyes. So they were good at reading the stars. Uh, so they they they. He is so. Well, vest. Let me in, Kanyes. Would you get a no? Come out. I will show you a land. I, not in Kanyes. Go to a land that the God of heaven, the God who rules amongst the stars, go to a land that I will show you. So, Uncle Kumashon Jalo Uti. I am bringing you into a culture yeah. whereby I am going to be your new compass. Yes. I am drawing you out of that whatever you have known for 75 years. I am drawing you into a new culture, which means, therefore, all cultures are man-made. Now, I know that. I know that all cultures are man-made. Because there is no scan that can detect a culture of a fetus in the womb. Yeah. When a child is in the womb, you can never say what you I You can take a Zulu boy, a black boy, my Korean China is gonna be a perfect Chinese with a Chinese culture. Yeah. Because a culture depends on the externals, on the context, on the environment in which you are placed. Yeah. It's not postnatally acquired. In other words, oh, oh. no, it is postnatal acquired. Yeah, it is postnatal. We told us that we are So you learn culture, you learn it yeah. as you try to make sense of your surroundings. Life, yes. Amen. So this man, he knew everything. So God says, come out of that. Because whatever that is, that means I was never part of it. Yeah. I cannot ask you to come out of something that I had established. Yeah. Which then gives us another idea. It is possible, therefore, that there is a whole lot of cultures, old cultures, cultures, which have got nothing to do with God. Which means if you are to experience the land, a place in this life that God wants to take you into, you will be expected to come out of because as long as you are steeped in the culture, your mindset, your worldview will be based on what they taught you there. 
how you approach life over here. We are not referring to the Egypt you once enjoyed. So God takes you out of Egypt, which I'm going to come to. But as much as you are out of Egypt, God knows what's going to take about 40 years for Egypt to leave you. This is why most of us here, the Bible says you are you are a spirit, you have a soul and you live in a body. You were saved once, once and for all, but your soul is being saved. It deliverance is about it's it's on a daily basis. Mangiza is William why? Because every time Because I spent my whole life, not my whole life, 19 years of my life there. But I had imbibed and absorbed the whole lot of stuff. So in the is William Sebenza. So my soul is being saved. Who keep a little bit of being saved? Sometimes we are not in this, you know. Because we, we walk by faith, not by sight. So, Tukulukula, I'm bringing you into a culture where. I pull the future out of your present situation and I declare it. Lapa, you depended on the stars. But I am calling you into a new culture. I am going to be in charge now of your destiny and future. So I want you to come out if you are interested. And so Abraham, the Bible says he chooses to leave what he had so he could walk with God and experience everything God had in store for him. Yeah. I am bringing you out, out of a culture where you have to pay taxes yeah. to demons for them to support your life, for yeah. them to protect your children. Yeah. I'm pulling you out of a system where you have pay to pay taxes and, and shed blood. Every once in a while you must pay some taxes to these demonic entities and go and 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 and, and slaughter something. Yeah. But I am pulling you out of that particular culture. Yeah. You don't have to sacrifice your son yeah. in order to gain certain privileges yeah. from me. Which then system takes us to Genesis 22. Let's go there. I am trying to lay a foundation today. Now in Genesis 22, the Bible says, Now it came to pass, after these things, that God tested Abraham. And said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. When God speaks to Abraham about this, now Abraham is familiar with this. Oh, that's what they did. They offered their babies to please those demonic gods. So he's familiar with it. He's not even questioning it. He knows. In, In Ur, that's what they did. 
they had to pay this sort of taxes so that they could get these blessings from their gods. Now, later on in verse 9, the Bible says, Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order, and he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood, and Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lead or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son your only son from me. In this passage, God is separating himself yeah. as a holy God. Yeah. He says, I'm not like the gods that you have said. Yeah. That's why I call you out. I'm not like them. Yeah. I'm a holy God. Yeah. I am El Elyon, I'm El Shaddai. Yeah. He's separating himself from the gods of old. Yeah. Those devils that they served in that nation. He said, I'm bringing you into a new culture. Yeah. It's a culture where it's not man who offers blood to a God. It's God who offers his blood to man so that man can live. The culture I'm bringing you into, it's not you who sheds blood. It's not you who is expected to go and slaughter your son, your baby. In this culture I'm bringing you into, it's God in heaven. Yeah. He gives his son for the nations of the world. Yeah. It's a once and for all sacrifice that God gives to the nations of the world. Yeah. So he's saying, you do not do so. I am not the gods of Ur in the in, of, of Chaldean. I'm a God, the almighty one, the all-sufficient one. The most holy God. Amen. Now it continues to say in verse 13. It says, Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. So Uncle is asking him to leave, to leave his country, to leave his family, and to leave his father's house. says, I'm not stripping you of your identity, Abraham. I'm not stripping you of your, of your heritage, whatever that you have known, whatever that you, you were when you were there. All I'm doing, I am bringing you into a place of a once and for all sacrifice. But what happens is when you are here, automatically that whatever you did there is out there. It falls off. Thank you, Jesus. When you practice this here properly, whatever you did there will fall off. So he's saying, I am a, a holy God. You do not give me your boy. I give you my boy. 
I am a loving God. I am a gracious God. I am a holy Father. I bring my own. I bring a son of God to sons of men. So that sons of men can become sons of God. He says, whatever you choose to do, then love. It is because we have not chosen to walk with me. But in my kingdom, in my kingdom, I give you blood. I give you, I infuse blood into your dying life. I give you a blood transfusion. Whatever is dying in your life, the blood of my son shall resurrect it, shall bring it to life. The blood of goats, the blood of bulls, the blood of rams, the blood of whatever, the blood of a hundred people who are going to be killed somewhere and I'll be whatever it is, that blood shall not go. I give you my blood and you plead that blood upon that situation. It's the blood of heaven upon the sons of men and it gives you life. Amen. I'm not I'm not calling you into a life where you're gonna feed demons with blood. Yeah. I'm not calling you into a culture where you have to feed devils every time they flick their fingers. You go around because they have said so. Looking for money you don't have. Because the spirit of perish has called to squander the little that you have. And you go looking for in common and who can stop. I saw somebody very this kumba says this panda because a voice has spoken it has demanded if you don't do so that's what they say. So to appease, she has to run around looking for that cook to kill it. Now the culture of the kingdom is says, I give you. I give you for God so loved the world. First John 4 8. God is love. First John 4 16. God is love. He wants to pour himself out. He wants to bless you. He wants you to come out of so you can fully experience the blessing that he's calling you into. Say amen. Now let's go to First Peter 2. Where's my First Peter 2? Amen. There you go. First Peter 2, verse number 9. says, But you are a chosen generation. Going back to that scripture. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. His own special people. Yeah. Now because we are his own special people, he wants to treat us especially. And he wants us to live in a special way. Yeah. So we can show off his sovereignty and his greatness. Yes, Lord. 
that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Salvation is about a change of citizenship. I want you to know that. It's a change of citizenship. South African. Anywhere in any other country, I've changed citizenship. Yeah. It's like moving from one country to another country with different laws, a different constitution, a different different rules, and different ways of, of, of doing life. In Tindiso, is weak. It's not it. To serve God, it's 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 you've been transferred from one nation to another. Yeah. It's like you are crossing a border. Yeah. You change your identity. Because we have changed, we have moved from one domain to another. From one sovereignty to another, from one country to another, from one kingship to another. Ukolo yeah. is an exit. Siapuma, like like Abraham did, from one kingdom, and it's an entry into another kingdom. Yes. It's like it's like changing. It's, it's going to a different economy. Yeah. Different economy. It's, it's a change of culture. Amen. Say amen. amen. This is what we will be dealing with next week and this that other week. Because I want the church to know that as God's people in the earth, Maliti, we are we are a fragrance. We are a, a perfume. Yeah. Then you are a rose there. Yeah. It's a uniqueness yeah. about you because of what you have swallowed. We are sponge, most people say we coke. Sponge. We coke, but get in the coke. Most squeeze around the puma. We coke. Take the same sponge, put some man's in the most quizzes, puma. Equal, I'm having the leaders. Umshaba, squeezer, squeezer. Let me see, let me move it. You're not so poor. The fact that when you get pressured, when you get squeezed by stuff, by life, by challenges, because that is what you are full of. When, when there is pressure, yeah. that's why the Bible says we must be full of the word. <laughs> but that is who we are. Stand, Mazarwan. That is the culture. 
you are called into. Yes. That is what we are going to teach our children. That is what we're going to live in our households. When we go out there, that is who we are. We are different people. Thank we live and we do life differently. We are full of grace. We're going to cover the fruit of the Spirit. The culture of God's kingdom is about the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Love. That's, that's who we are. Patient. You stand in the line in the bank for, for about 10 minutes. I know they can be slow. But as a kingdom person, treasures. Now before I pray, there's this story that Bill Johnson tells. This mayor in the States, uh, he, uh, we are humble. Imam and mayors, they are well-respected people. So my humble petty briefcase, and this man comes and he runs and he knocks him. He doesn't even say sorry. I think it's the mayor who went to him and said, I'm sorry that when you came, I was in your way. Yeah. And the people who were with him, they asked, Mayor, how, how, how do you do that? The man was wrong. And he says, because I can afford it. I can afford it. I can afford it. I'm spiritually wealthy. You can buy a certain car because you can afford. Yeah. There are things you, can, you, you do as a Christian in life because of the wealth that you have on yes. the inside. You can, according to the inner wealth, there are things you can afford. The world is bankrupt in those areas. Yeah. They cannot apologize. They cannot forgive. Why? Because they cannot they afford. They are thin in that area. They are bankrupt in those areas. We can afford to say, I am sorry. To say, forgive me. Even when I know I am not wrong. Why? Because I can afford. Lift up your hands. Our Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks, Lord God, for your church. Oh, how we desire to be a blessing in the city of Devon and to raise an army of people who are going to walk and live according to kingdom culture, who are going to be established in the ways of the kingdom, not just people who are not clear but people who know the will of God and who know their kingdom mandate in the earth. And so, Father, I pray right now that you give us grace because we cannot do these things in our own strength. We pray for the grace to walk with you. Make us rich on the inside. We want to be multimillionaires on the inside. When spiritual wealth on the inside, Father, so we can afford yes, to do uncommon things. For yes, so we know that that which is common loses value. Yes, Precious stones are expensive because they are uncommon. There are treasures in the church. There are things in us that you want the world to experience. But we must choose to walk with you, to choose a narrow path, 
to walk through the narrow gate that we may access these things. So Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. But I pray for everyone here who does not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. For without Him, it is impossible to walk with God. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot live a victorious life. But I just lift up your hands. If you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, lift up your hand, please. We just want to pray. We just want to trust God. In Jesus' name, all of you. Amen. Some of you. Father, I pray. Just stretch your hand towards the people. Father, I pray. You gave us a promise. You said another comforter would come. A companion. We cannot do this life without the Holy Spirit of God. Now I pray for your people. Even as you came on the day of Pentecost. In a form of fire. And you came upon the people. And they were never the same. I pray for this family today that the Holy Spirit will come upon your people and you will begin to walk with them and transform them on a daily basis. They will begin to see the beauty of Christ Jesus and the beauty of walking with you. I pray for an appetite, a hunger for the things of the Spirit. For that's what the Holy Spirit does. You give us an appetite. You give us a fever, a yearning, a desire for prayer, a desire for the presence of God. So I pray for your people right now, oh God, in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. We bless you. In Jesus' name, Mamu Kabashi is going to come forward. Are you blessed, Basalwa? Amen. Say amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah.